Bienvenidos and welcome to the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. It is my pleasure to come to you in this format and share the myriad of interviews that I have done with extra successful entrepreneurs, doctors, and lay people ready to share the best naked tips you can apply in your life and start shining from within now. So enjoy! Today, I have a beautiful couple with me, and I love interviewing couples. I want hint, hint for everybody out there. I love interviewing couples, and we're going to be talking about what I enjoy the most to talk about, relationships, love, marriage, failure, push forwards, uh, success, all those fun things that we're going to get really naked and raw. But welcome to the show, Ryan and Kaylee Jaycox. Thank you for being here and accepting this invite. Would you please introduce yourself for the audience so they know a little bit about you? You bet. So I'm Ryan Jaycox. This is my amazing, beautiful, gorgeous wife, Kelly Jaycox. Yes. And we are super pumped to be on here with Dr. You, you, you gave it to me, Dr. Ara. Did I do it? <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It is good enough, and I love having you here. So tell us a little bit about you. How long you've been married, where you live, how many beautiful children. Tell us a little bit. Okay, that's all you. Yes, so we've, we've been married 13 years on the 20th of this month. So um, and we dated four years prior to that. So we actually started dating when we were 15, so very young. Um, but we've been together ever since. And uh, I started putting the moves on her at 11 years old. Yeah, we met <laughs> you know, just four years to finally date. But uh, now we have four kids um, that are 11, 7, 5, and 18 months. So we've got quite a spread there. Keeps us busy. But yeah, there's none of this excuses of like, oh, we've got a child. So we're so busy. It's like, guys, we've got four. Yeah. One is. <laughs> That is a handful, and that's why I love having you here because you guys are doing it, you know. And and somebody was, you know, give excuses for why we don't show up in life, or why we don't enjoy, why we don't look our best, why we don't put whatever. We have plenty of excuses. I know, and it's a naked show, so I know I've given plenty of excuses for my butt too. So, uh, you know, if you're out there and you can relate to this, just give us a like. Let us know if you have any questions for this beautiful couple to be married 13 years and have four kids. Four. That's a lot at two, and I'm like, woo, that was a lot of work. But uh, yes, please post them below, and I'll get to the answers. We're going to get naked and raw here talking about relationships and uh, love and what it takes to make a marriage work, because I'm sure it's not all uh, beautiful and rainbows. And we're going to talk about that, too, because that's reality, and, and it's time to show reality right it's not only the real that we see on facebook and instagram it's that there's so much more behind the smile and i can't wait to get to it so four children oh my god kelly i want to give you a hug i know i already gave you a hug sometime but oh girl and look at this beautiful i'm like girl i want that oh yeah 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 so uh you guys started dating when you were children 
Yes. yes. Um, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been 13 years. You said it was four years. So it's been, yeah, 17 years together. Yeah. How, how do you keep that, that romance going with four kids in the way? Are you guys, are they sleeping with you? <laughs> no, they do not. Never started that. So, um, well, a lot of it, I feel like because we grew up together, we never had to like become adults. We got to be playful and young and grow together and really stay in that stage of life and not feel like, you know, crabby old people. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is like, you know, it was interesting the, the, the relationship that we went through. I mean, because dating, I mean, we had no idea what the heck we were doing and we, we were so young. We, I mean, you're like learning to love yourself, much less love another human being. Um, so that was like a growth period for us. Um, big time. And we got married really young, but I mean, I have to say, and I'm so thankful that um, we got into God's word young, um, right when we got married. And he lays it out in the Bible exactly the way marriage should look, the way it should sound. We have that perfect um, kind of example of marriage between Christ and the church. And uh, we learned a lot from that. And, you know, like you said, is it all roses? Uh, is it also, well, no, but sort of, yeah. I mean, it's all in the way that you tackle life. Like you can either let those challenges or those relationship kind of um, issues really weigh on you, or you can learn to overcome them. And I think Kelly and I have just gotten really good at learning what really matters and what doesn't. And a lot of what, a, you know, couples are struggling with, they're arguing about things and they're feuding about things that just don't matter. Yeah. yeah. It's just I love that. Yeah. Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, there's so many things. And kind of to say what he said too, so many things that people fight about that which is not important. And why mm -hmm. put that energy into it and the anger and the strife when it's just not important? Just let it go and just be in joy and you'll love that person more because you don't get mad about the socks they leave on the floor or just the stupid little things they do, they're just not important. And I promise I don't leave socks. He does. <laughs> he does not do that. He's actually the person in our household has a weird obsession with laundry. So he does all of the laundry. And it's like, it's like magic. Like I wear something and then the next day, it magically, like, how does this, when does this happen? So anyways, but yes, uh, people get angry and upset about things that just aren't needed. And they make things too difficult. They make marriage too difficult. It's just not. Yeah, they make marriage hard. way too difficult. Yeah, that is that is so true. And hi to the people that are watching. If you guys have hi Anthony, if you guys have any questions for this beautiful power couple, please post them below, and I will get to those questions so we can answer. We're talking about yes, marriage, about love, about the work that it takes, and the foundation. I love what you said right now that your foundation is on. On Christ and your foundation is and the Bible lays it out for you because you do have some structure that you're following. You have something to lean on when those storms are coming. And that is the foundation, just like we teach in chiropractic, right? We have to have go to the cost, go to the cost, go to the foundation is good. Then everything you add on from the side, then is good for you. The nutrition and the exercise and everything else, because you have a good foundation. You have removed the interference with the source and you guys are focused on the source. And I love that because so many couples are and, and i see it because you know i coach women that are looking for this perfect man which 
<laughs> just just got to point it out there. Doesn't it says you can work on who you want to be, your perfect self, and have some kind of foundation that you want to follow. So then that other person that complements that can come along. And I love that you said that because we need to, I feel couples nowadays, especially young couples that are getting married, they are just with a feeling instead of going with... Yeah you know, a structure, that's when it goes bad. Because then the first thing that they do that upset them, like the socks, yeah. even though it doesn't do that, uh, uh, you know, you just you just blow it. Forget it, you know, yeah. he forgot to call me that afternoon. He left the socks, he didn't clean up the dishes, you know, it's just like, forget it, I'm not gonna call him back, that's it, it's over. You know, and I'm like, we are, we're, we're becoming, and I think it's a generational thing, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we're becoming a quitter society. You know, we, we quit, our kids, you know, they, they have a bad day at their first job, and then I forget, I'm not going back. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, we treat, I think what's happening now, I mean, you see it. Divorce rate is, is high. I mean, over half of all marriages fail. And a lot of people our age, for instance, we have are just not getting married. They have no urge to get married. And why would you? They've seen their parents' relationships suck and they've watched their parents get divorced. Why would you want that? And it's because their parents didn't have the right formula. And, you know, I talked about it. I was I made a post today on Facebook about just selfishness mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. selfishness involved in marriage. I mean, that is probably the point that Kelly and I uh, we talk to a lot of young married couples, even older married couples who are struggling, and you can almost always boil it down to selfishness. It's always a selfishness issue. There's this, I call it the standoff, which is basically husband says, I'm not doing X, Y, Z because she doesn't do X, Y, Z. Wife says, well, all he does is sit around and watch TV. He doesn't do this, this, and this. So I'm certainly not gonna have sex with him and, and I know that's what he wants, so I'm gonna withhold that. I mean, like, I, like this is, it's real life. This is what happens. It is the ultimate standoff. Nobody wins, mm -hmm. nobody wins. The only thing that, that, that is happening is you're making lawyers richer because it, you're, you're, you are destined for divorce. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you guys, and I do these things, and I love to talk about it. Obviously, I've been divorced twice, so I mean, yeah, I, and I know at least on my first marriage, second marriage was, you know, a blur. I, I realized everything that I did wrong and everything obviously has served me because now I'm doing this and I'm, I'm helping people, you know, I want them to stay together happily though, happily. Yeah. Stay together happily and there's systems to follow and there's things you can do and there is compromise and there's all those things. But I feel what, what the problem is, and I don't know if you guys agree with me, is that we're just not prepared enough for to take the plunge we're you know we get we have to study to get a driver's license right i feel we should we should do the yeah. same to get married and yeah. we should do the same to have children yeah. <laughs> but that's just that's yeah. just me i don't want to be yeah. governmental control because i'm not into that let's just talk about that be clear with the whole vaccine issue i'm not up to the government to tell me yeah. what to put on my child or not but yeah when it comes to the basic of marriage i think there should be like some basic courses did you know like in asia before they get married like they yeah. have to answer i don't know how many questions they go through this booklet this big to know what other people's their values are what they want in life their goals their beliefs everything like goes deep layers and then they go to the romantic side and then they get married 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, we see this all the time though, where um, you, you, you're right. You don't need a driver's license to get married, right? So you can just run into a courthouse, get married, and you have no idea that you're taking two lives, blending them together, and it's gonna get real, real fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I love, actually say like, I love him more now than I did when we got married. Our marriage is significantly better. And it was so much just an attitude change with us and not being selfish and not always expecting something from the other person. Well, I expect him to do this. I expect them to do that. And just take joy in whenever good things happen and reflect on those and just build from that. And anything now that in the beginning of our marriage, that I would say like, oh my gosh, that annoys me. And why does he do that? Even if he still does, does those today, I love him so much now that I didn't let those things bother me. Now I just kind of laugh like, oh, that's so Ryan that he does this. Like I almost like love the little things that in the beginning I was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna drive me crazy. And now I'm like, I love those little things about him. And I just, I know him and I never let that from the beginning bother me that I didn't get like super angry and dwell and feed off of, oh, well, he does this and I can't stand it. Just really just, took that in stride and I think it all starts with your personal decision personal decision yeah. and your own joy and to not let because even if he does do something that bothers me if I sit there and just feed in the anger off of it it's not helping anybody not helping our marriage it's not helping me and my health and my children or any other person I interact with it to be angry all the time nobody wants that Nobody benefits from that, not much less if we have to be selfish for a minute, you don't benefit from it. But I think when we work on ourselves uh, first before getting that partner, then you know you don't expect that partner to make you happy. Right. <laughs> you don't expect that, you know, oh no, when I find, because I hear this a lot, when I find the right guy, then I'm going to, and I'm like, girls, <laughs> Girl, sit, get coffee. You know, we're going to have a chat. It's going to take a few bottles of water or something. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so I think it's yeah, working on yourself first so you can match up. And I know Anthony mentioned there he's 14 years with his bride and he's got to be happy with yourself first. But yes, there's going to be that compromise and that decision. I love what you said, Kelly, because it is a decision. I feel love marriage and all that is comes from a decision and when you decide and you're strong on your why you decide that then the little things just fall off you know they just kind of just fall off they don't annoy you to the yeah. point because you realize this is not gonna matter you know in five minutes or five years from now why am i losing my energy on this right now right you shouldn't give it if it's not gonna matter five years from now you shouldn't give it five minutes now exactly. so so it's why so many marriages, you know, something happens, you know, you have to look long term. I mean, this life is so short. Even if you live 100 years, it's a short life. And you sit there and you think about the time that you're going to spend with your wife and you think about, you know, or spouse and you think about, you know, if something were to happen to this person is what I'm upset about right now. Am I good? Would I care about that at that moment? No freaking way. And you would you would do anything to get that time back that you're spending upset, angry, um, you know, annoyed with, you would do anything to get that time back with your spouse. So like, that's that being present moment to say, no way am I gonna let this steal my joy. And that's why you brought up feelings. Um, you cannot in a relationship, 
let your feelings dictate the state of that relationship. Because every day you're gonna wake up feeling different. I mean, we all do. You wake up and you, you may not feel good. You may not feel like you have energy. You may not feel happy. You, you don't let your feelings tell you what your day is going to be like. You tell your feelings what they're going to be. And, and that's what happens though. It's like you get overwhelmed by these feelings and it's literally destroying your marriage when it has no place in a marriage. A marriage is not based on a feeling like one day I wake up and I feel like I'm in love with her. And then the next day, and eh, maybe I'm not feeling as much in love with her. It doesn't work like that, Jack. <laughs> it is so true. And especially, you know, we, I'm not going to generalize, but we women tend to have, you know, emotionals. The emotion, you know, goes up and down depending on our hormone levels. <laughs> and so, if, I mean, hey, girls, you know, it's the truth. So we, we do this. We can have a hundred emotions in one day when the guy has one, you know. Right. So it's, it's normal. It's who we are as women. So if you let your emotions, you break up with the guy three times. This was me. I used to let my emotions rule. And I'm like, forget it. I'm dumping you for the weekend. You know, it's like I used to do this. This is, again, I've learned so much in relationships and so much because of my failures and because of all the mistakes I've made that I, that you're talking. I was like, oh my God, that was me. That was me. <laughs> I used to let that emotions, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, God, I really love you that afternoon. It's like, you know what? I want to have dinner by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that you, you said that because you control the way your day goes. And it comes back again for the foundation. I cannot stress that enough. Foundation and your plan for life and your value system. What is it that you want? If you were to visualize, I, I love what you said that too, that if you think about it, oh my God, if this is the last day, is this really gonna matter? You know, is this, is this that I'm upset about? I wanna spend as much time as I can with this person, female, male, whatever it is, I want to spend and cherish, cherish this beautiful thing that I believe God gave us. God, I feel love is a, is a gift, you know? It's a gift we've been given and when we get to share with somebody uh, else that, that you know, we get re reciprocity, I don't even know if that's a word, I'm saying it correctly, it's, it's a gift. It's a beautiful gift that we should hang on to and we should work on and that's why I wanted to talk to you guys because I know it takes it takes constant awareness and present time consciousness yep. for it to work, for you to know that even though you have a feeling, you don't act upon it. And right. even though you're upset for the tiny second, you don't let it affect you. Mm -hmm. Well, and so, I know. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I just want to know what you guys use on your daily routines to stay present. What yeah. are the tools that you have implemented? Because I know it takes tools. I know it takes being aware, being yeah. awake enough, being, you know, just uh, realize, realizing that those feelings are just going to come and go. And you always go back to your foundation so you can't, don't let the little things that are always going to come affect you. Kelly, how does your day start? Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, well, um, so from a sex standpoint, um, every morning, wake up, have sex. That makes the day, starts on the day. So I would say, it just isn't that hard. It doesn't take that much time. And everybody's happier. So his day has started great. He's not <laughs> off at work. You know, if you have another, you know, somebody else's boss, they're not off at work thinking about a coworker. Like, they started out their day 
and they're happy and satisfied. And and just to say, I mean, this is one thing that she tells every when a, when a woman is talking about like sex and marriage, and she's like, and I love it because like she does not sugarcoat anything. No. She's like, girl, have <laughs> sex right. with your husband every morning, and I promise your life will get better. And like she just because we hear it all the time. Wait, yeah. oh, they have a headache. Oh, the kids. Oh, this. So I mean, tired. like. I won't name the time, but like, what are we really talking here? <laughs> well, you know, 10 minutes in the morning. Like it's not, I could have said that. I think it's, this is awesome, Kelly. Thank you for saying this. Yes, sex is another gift. Sex is a gift, give yes. it to us. So go have it. I also been in those rooms where women are like, oh, I don't feel like having sex, I don't want to, you know, I'm pissed at them. I'm like, girls, what are you missing? You're missing out. Sex should be a daily ritual. Oh my God, I love this. I can't believe I yes. let my mom not hear this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how we start the day. Um, but I mean, I don't know that we necessarily have specific tools. I just always, you know, start out that way. Life goes a whole lot better. Everybody's happy. Even if I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Do that. Oh, I'm totally refreshed, awake, ready to tackle the day well, in a good mood. Like, okay, for example, she is a physical touch person. Like, and I'm not talking like just sex. She like, she likes physical touch. I so know. like, <laughs> yeah. cuddle, massage. So like, it was, I promise you, if she got two massages from me a year, it was a lot. Um, I got birthday and Mother's Day. Those <laughs> are two. Like, all I wanted. Like, that's all I want. And, <laughs> so. you know, it was funny because, so here she is, like, she wants something, right? This is that classic, like, where you have to sew to get something. So she wants that. I want sex every day. So what did she do? She started to sew that every single day. And you went, oh my gosh, probably a year to two years. Yeah every single morning doing that and all of a sudden what was it it was like a year later and and it wasn't out of like um i didn't feel obligated to to do it i wanted to do it for because i realized in that moment like wow i'm talking to all these other guys and they're complaining like oh man it's been a week i'm like a week my gosh i couldn't even i couldn't even imagine that because that helps my productivity. It's just the way it is. Like men are fueled by that. We, we can focus in business. We can focus in life. We have an edge. Guys start to lose that edge because they're not having sex. It's just the way it is. And so I keep that edge in business. And so I'm like, she does all of this for me. The least I can do. I want to give back to her. So every morning now, she gets a massage. Every morning, I get sex. We're happy. This yes. is beautiful. <laughs> and then it starts our day off right. And now the relationships with our kids are right. We're not bitter with each other. We love each other. Our kids can see that love. So we're able to now give that love back to our kids and be able to give them time and attention because mom and dad are happy. It spills, it spills over into everything. So it's how you start your day that's going to determine how the relationships and business work uh, your friends, your family, your kids, it all matters. Mm -hmm. Woo! I love that. Oh my God. I didn't think that's what you were going to say, but okay. <laughs> with that and I, I embrace it. Start your day with a massage and sex. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. And it's true. I always tell my couples or people that work with us that if you are good with your partner, your kids are going to be great. Do not put your kids first. Do not put your kids first. If you 
good with your partner, that's what you need to focus on. Be good with your source, then, yep. then yourself, then your partner, then the rest. Yep. You, know, you cannot just expect, oh, no, but the kids come first. No, they don't. <laughs> if you're not well, the kids are not going to be well in the long run. And they need to know the mom and daddy come first. You love them, and that's why they come first because right. you love them. And I think it's just uh, we get it wrong. I don't know where was it that that it got missed. Well, people we know that's what their entire day revolves around getting the kids to school taking the kids to practice going to this going to that and then they come home and fall asleep it's like it was yep. kids 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 all day long yep. and we always make sure yes our kids do things we love going to watch their games and do that kind of stuff and we you know take great joy in our children but we also make sure that throughout the day we carve out time like even if we've had no day that we haven't been around each other right. a lot we might throw a movie on for the kids or say hey go put this puzzle together and we spend even just 20 minutes just the two of us drinking a cup of coffee yep. or something that we don't have kids calling on us in time that we can really just connect and our kids don't feel like we don't love them. And you don't always that. feel like we both, like I may be tired or she may be tired mm. because we've had a long day in business and meetings and all that. But again, you cannot let that stuff mess with a routine of relationship. Mm -hmm. You have to just get over it. Like just get over it. And, and and that is where we see people, they fall off all the time because like I said, it's it's all these excuses as to why you can't just spend time. And when I'm, I'm telling you, when you really spend time with your spouse and like she says, drinking coffee, we do that all the time where we'll just sit down, no kids, and we just sip coffee and we connect with each other. Like what's going on in your day? What's going on in my day? What's, you know, is there something stressing you? What's What's your desire this week? What's your desire next week? And you get on that that wavelength, you're on the same radio, you know, station. It's not blurry, it's not fuzzy, it's crystal clear. The communication between you and your partner, it just 10Xs, it goes next level. And that's why these things that normally feel hard, they stop being hard because you're on the same wavelength with your spouse. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I love it. And, and just to uh, retake what you said is so important. I was listening to something by Dale Carnegie or yes, and he was mentioning about how men are driven by sex and that gets them to be better at their business. And I was like, oh, that's that's exactly, exactly it. They, if you get that done, they, they're just more clear and then efficient because they don't have a distraction of, um, of yeah. this need that it is so manly, you know, and I'm not saying women don't need sex, okay? Right. Um, say right here yes we do yes we do and we want good sex okay <laughs> again mother please don't watch this <laughs> she already criticizes me that's <laughs> okay always says the same thing and then we're like well how do you think we got four children like, <laughs> yeah. yeah that didn't happen yeah yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah the connection and the re reassessing where you guys are I love that. That's so important throughout. If you haven't sat with your partner, spouse, whatever it is, uh, and you have, haven't retouched what your goals are, what your values, where, where you want to go in life, what you want to achieve, what is going to fulfill your heart and, and your soul to do in this lifetime, and you don't do that constantly, you are not in the same wavelength. You are living different lives, and that's why divorce. That's the truth. Absolutely. This is divorce. This is the reason why people cheat. This is the reason. It's not even because because sex is better somewhere else. No, yeah. it's because somebody cared to hear more about what you cared. 
Bingo. Somebody had the ear or the whatever. Somebody paid attention to some of your needs. That's it. It's that simple. And it's happening everywhere. And it's not because that other woman or that other guy has something different. No, they just care to know what you what you care about. Yep. That's it. And then sex came in the middle because they weren't getting in anyways because of a lot of resentment and stupid things. Anyhow, for those people, because there's so many people struggling and married but not happily. Yeah. And this I see all the time. This is like out of the percentages that were divorced, I think the other percentage is they are married, but they're not happily married. That's right. Mm -hmm. And yep. um where can people start to take a look besides having sex every morning, which I think it will fix a lot of things, honestly. 90% of it will yes. be fixed at that moment. Oh my God, I should, I mean, this is a book, you guys. This is a book, <laughs> have sex every morning to fix your marriage. No. I mean, this is a book if I know one. <laughs> I, you know, I think such a big one. And look at this, we're gonna have a package. I have to look go get this. She's gonna get this package. <laughs> we have the Amazon Prime, there we go. When you order Louis Vuitton, they make you sign for packages, and I spoil her. So, <laughs> yeah, see? Uh, I want to see it now. I want to see. She better open that package right here. I want to see it. So, you know, you brought up that's so funny. You brought up, um, you know, what you can do. And I think we talk about this all the time. Here she comes. Look at that. Aren't you okay. excited? Are you excited that, about yes. that? All right. So, <laughs> girl, you better open it. Start now. How do you open that package? <laughs> so, I think where it comes down to is the improvement on yourself. Like, so natural reaction is going to be Kelly needs to start doing this. Well, she needs to start doing this. You're always pointing the finger this way instead of pointing the finger this way, right? So you're saying like. Boy, if she would just do this, if she would just do that, and then she would be saying, well, if he would just do that. So the new routine is what can I do today? So like, okay, you want your spouse to start working out and start looking better. You start working out and looking better. So like I could say that in her life, um, she being a mom of four, um, you know, you kind of get stuck with, oh my gosh, am I going to have the mom bod? Right. And I know as a guy, like I would love her no matter what her body looked like, but obviously sexual attraction. Okay. Cause we've got love and then we've got that, like, whoo, she's looking fine today. Um, the fact that she said, I don't want that mom bod and she gets flack on social media all the time about it. Cause she posts pictures in her bathing suit. And apparently that people find that not appropriate yeah yeah um yeah we don't care but i don't care i still do it like that's that's just yeah. who i am and i'm not hiding myself and i'm glad that after four kids i'm, I'm actually in better shape now yeah. than the day we got married like i look at we got married on the beach i look back at pictures when we got married and look at my now i'm like i look better now than i did then and i mean that takes work and dedication and I'm, I'm happy that that's where I'm at. And I, I I'm not bragging, but I want to show other people that just because you've had kids doesn't mean you have to be wildly overweight and have a terrible body. And I know so many moms that almost resent um, their children in a certain way because they look at themselves and they're like, this is, this is how I'm going to be forever. It's like, you don't have to be that way forever. I know stretch marks are there and you can't get rid of those, but you don't have to have the extra weight and... Um, you know, you can make a decision she gets fiery and dedication in your life to say, I'm she should get fiery. I've seen her bathing suit picture. <laughs> that's another, that's another course right there. Yeah. I'm giving you all kinds of marketing ideas. 
how to be, you know, how to be a mom of four and still love yourself. And I think it comes when you were mentioning about the moms that let themselves go. It's because they put the kids first. Yeah. And they put themselves second. And that's why they put their marriage, themselves, their body. Because, again, if you are overweight, and I've been all kinds of shapes, so I can relate, you don't feel like having sex every day. Because mm -hmm. you don't feel sexy enough to jump on your man at 7 a.m. in the morning. But so, your man still wants it. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. care. He still wants it. Yeah. He still wants it because he doesn't care at this point. <laughs> but yeah, so, but in order for you to, because it's all about, I, I, I want to, I just want to emphasize that it is not about the duty of you having sex with your husband and you yeah, do it right. just you do it also because you like it and it's a connection bond so you want to have to do it too you know i don't want all these women to go out there and say i want to use it for us to go and, and do it even though we don't feel like it but you know some things you should do because you feel like it because it pleases the other person and that's the compromise you both make but yeah. it would be so much better if it pleases you too and you both and i think having a better body and working on yourself and having that self-confidence raised uh it, it does help us feel more sexy and yeah. more more in the mood for love. Amen. I mean, that's what you were talking about, you know, things that you can do right away. Yeah. Um, the very first thing is like, what can you do to improve yourself? So like one of the things that her and I both do, and we do this in almost every aspect and area of, in our life, business, relationships, our kids, we look at one thing. What is one thing that I could change today to improve this aspect or area of, of my life? She looked at that after she had Aaliyah, our youngest, and she said, I have got to improve my body. She wanted to improve her body. So like I built her an entire gym and I said, here, we'll do that. And I'm telling you, she is so diligent. She goes down there and she flat rips it, and it makes on those weights. It feels so good. There's so many days that you're like, I'm so tired. I don't want to do it. But I just do it. I'm like, this is what's happening. I go down five minutes into working out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so good it makes you so happy you feel good about yourself the whatever that is the endorphins wherever that happens whenever you're working out you just feel good you put on music and afterwards you're like you're just happy and pumped and it just really brings joy to and then day. what does that do it turns around and says like crap she's getting a really nice body i better hit the gym too you know i mean and that's what i'm talking about is like you're being inspired by your spouse spouse is doing all of this they're improving you they're themselves you want to go do the exact same. You don't want to be a slob. They're looking like a million bucks. So that's what I'm saying about like, stop waiting for your spouse to do what you want them to do. You go do what you need to do today and your spouse will follow. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen in a week. That may take years. It's like seed in the ground. You sow it. You got to water it. You got to water it. You have to tend it. You have to make sure weeds don't get in it. It grows up and it produces fruit. And that sometimes can take a while. So what happens is we get bent out of shape because, of, well, I did this and, and, and my spouse didn't do anything for it. Well, it's like, buddy, you did that for a week. Like this is not, you've been married for 10 years. This isn't going to just turn around overnight. You're going to have to keep sowing and sowing and sowing, expecting nothing. Just so, 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 so. And you will eventually reap. There is no and doubt about it. without the expectation, because the expectation is what lets you down. You think, okay, well, it's been a week. It's been a month. And do whatever, do whatever you want to do to improve yourself and don't do it expecting any different result in your spouse. So that whenever a different result does happen, you're happy about it. Yeah. You enjoy about it. And you're not let down when something doesn't happen. Um, 
I always say like, you can't be gracious to people who feel they deserve it. So like when you've got a spouse who feels like I deserve this, I deserve that, even when you're gracious to them, they already feel like they deserved it anyway. You you were not gracious to them. You can't even hardly bless them. So like the very first thing that I do is like, I expect nothing. Anything that she gives me, I'm so thankful for. When she works out, I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful because I know not only is she doing it for herself, she's doing it because she wants to look sexy. She wants to look good. She wants to make sure my eyes aren't wandering elsewhere. And they don't because I'm like, dang, girl. <laughs> are too cute and, and and yes but i think with that sowing the seeds it goes indeed also and i have to go back to the sex thing in the morning you might not feel like it all the time but it's just like with working out after you get in it you're so grateful you did <laughs> you're so grateful you did you made that effort and it's gonna start being a look whenever we expect we that's the killer of all relationships yep. mm -hmm. because we expect from others what we're not giving ourselves so i know Yes, you can. You need to start with you always. The mirror, you know, look in the mirror first. What kind of ideal partner, and this goes for the single ladies or men, what the ideal partner is going to be. Start looking to see if you are that ideal partner already. And if you're that ideal partner, keep working on being that ideal partner and the ideal yeah. person will come along to match you because uh, that's that's how it is but when we are here and we want this and eventually we pretend to be this we get here eventually it's gonna crash and there goes that foundation there goes that marriage and there goes those kids so uh, you know that's the real truth naked truth and, and most people are looking for true love in all the wrong places that's yep. why I have a, a challenge a free challenge for other people that want to find out true love because I'm gonna teach you where it comes from which but is not going to come I from encourage, a guy. I encourage everybody to take advantage of that too. Yeah, I think yeah. she, is, um, she is spot on with this stuff. So I definitely encourage you to take that leap. What do you have to lose other than, yeah. well, seven days yeah. and we're going to work hard and we're going to hopefully have a different perspective on what love is and where it comes from at the end of it and you can only use that for the rest of your life which is going to give you lots of dividends in return so that's uh, i encourage people to message me if you want to so i can add you to the group but we get to almost the end of this and i want to get to my rapid fire questions i can't believe right. we've been talking for a little bit i know we started late you guys been so awesome and so open and i think this conversation needs to be happening on facebook and everywhere else because there is a need there is a serious yep. need for this, you guys do not know the need that there is. It's just what you guys have is is like one percent <laughs> of what's well, happening in the world. Is it's very sad, but it is the truth. And uh, you know, I want my kids to listen to this. I want I, I want our youth to listen to this. I want I want to broadcast it as much as I can yep. because this is what shall we say is not the normal, but it should be. It should yep. be the normal. And uh, we have gone so far out in this space that I don't even know what normal is anymore, right? And everybody makes it their own, but the complaining is not gonna get you anywhere. I need to say that to the viewers because complaining about not enough men, not enough women, she doesn't do this, she's that, that is only gonna put you further apart from the goal of the beautiful relationship you deserve. And we all deserve to have a beautiful, happy, 
relationship. Whenever is our God-given right. Yep. So, and it is a gift. I always say it is a gift. Stop throwing it away. So yep. thank you so much, guys. So are you guys up to my little questions here? Oh, bring it. Charlie yes. lives for rabbits. So we're going to do some quick ones, and I think we have gone over some of them already. But uh, you can choose who, who answers or both. Well, if you don't you like go. it, you can say pass. Uh -oh. No, I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. You can say naked. I do want to see what's on that box. You better start opening it, Kelly. <laughs> I want to see my Louis Vuitton stuff. Okay. <laughs> what has been your, uh, the best vacation you guys have ever taken? Wow, there's actually been a lot. I know. Um, well, we we like New York and Miami. So those are our two places. And especially when we go without the yeah. kids. No children, those are our two spots. See, she, she loved Miami. Of course. So, yeah, the fun no, time. We go to Fountain Blue. We have an amazing time when we go there. We rent the cabanas. Her and I just sit there and eat and just lay in the lay. cabana and just lay. Yeah. I know you guys fit in because the the people are here, kind of naked and kind of. <laughs> They're very naked. <laughs> yes. So definitely Miami, New York. New York. We yeah, go to New York and we, we sleep like an hour a night and we walk like eight hundred miles. <laughs> oh, I know. I was just there. I was just there Saturday. Uh, you know, my boyfriend just showed up and heard me speak at a conference, and then we took the whole Saturday just to walk. I mean, yeah. my watch was blowing up. My yeah. Apple Watch. Like what? What are you doing, girl? What are you doing? <laughs> I think yeah. I think uh, those vacations too. Her and I make a point to yeah. go on a lot of vacations. So a lot of people see like, man, all you guys do is like go places. We do because that's where we connect. I'm telling you guys, we will never stop connecting. I still don't know everything about her, and we are constantly, I'm constantly like learning, oh, she loves that. Oh, she loves that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a like a idiosyncrasy that she does. And I fall in love with like, there's always something new to learn and discover about each other on those vacations. And I mean it. And we, we do, and we have so much fun together sometimes in the simplest of places. Absolutely. I love it. You got to make it a priority. I think traveling is so vital for relationships that make it a time and it's not about the money it's not about the time if you can take one day away just yep. to be with each other and not with your phones you're already connecting at a deeper level than you would if you take a whole vacation and just just are connected yep. to everything else instead of each other so take and and you know what for those people that say i don't have the money to do this okay so take mini vacations and just go okay. to the park and sit there for two hours and share something you both love about each other or whatever those are yep. mini vacations, mini connects that can feel like a whole vacation. So uh, sometimes it takes those little moments and, and little details and, and just taking the time for each other that many people don't, by the way. So Tim McKinnon, he's been 36 years because he simply decided early on that it was going to be forever. So Love thank it. you so much, Tim. Love and appreciate you. Thank you for that. Okay, guys, favorite quote or book? Oof. You know... Well, what's your favorite book? Well, I mean, I think we're supposed to say the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a massive reader, um, but um, I guess my, well, my favorite quote is honestly a Disney quote, but That's from our life at Disney World, that there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining on every day. So no matter what happens today, if something stressed you or was bad, don't take it into tomorrow. 
go to bed and know that tomorrow there's another beautiful day shining of new opportunities and happiness. Yeah, I'll tell you really quick to speak on that point. Um, do not, do not go to bed mad at each other. I am telling you, like you are cruising for Divorce Street when you start going down that road or cheating spouses. Do not roll over in your bed and go to bed mad. I don't care if you have to stay up for four flipping hours <laughs> to get that situation resolved. The moment you go to bed and angry at your spouse, that is a seed that was sown. A scar has been developed and created at that point. When you fall asleep with that anger in your heart or that resentment in your heart, you will wake up in worse shape and it is very difficult to reverse that if you went to bed like that. So if you have had that, um, what do we call it? Moments of intense fellowship. Yeah. Don't go to bed on that. Maybe you just need to repeat what you were gonna do in the morning. Just go ahead and knock that out <laughs> that night and get on the same wavelength. Because I'm telling you, it's bad news for a relationship. Oh, I love that. I was just going to ask you, how do you deal with those moments of disagreements? You but cannot now, just make it up. And, no. <laughs> no, but realistically, you got to talk, you got to talk through it and figure right. out where, what happened. And most of the time, it's so funny because you get mad at a spouse, wait four hours and ask each other, like, so what were you mad about? You will have trouble remembering and figuring out like, what are you actually mad about? Because it seems so stupid once you, you're like, what did I get mad about? Was it something she said? Was it something? It's It becomes, it's trivial. In the moment, it seems so, I can't believe they did this. But long term, it's it's stupid. And that's why you have to, you have to talk that stuff out. Communication in most relationships absolutely suck. I mean, it just sucks. They don't communicate because they feel like they can't be honest with each other. We are probably too honest. Like what we're talking about here is about an eighth of <laughs> our honesty with each other. Um, we are like wildly honest with each other. And uh, there are no secrets in our world. Like down to our thought process, if we have a thought, I don't care what it is, we reveal it to each other. If it's during sex, if it's during, you know, um, cooking, if we're making dinner and there's something like, we're talking those things out like constantly and it's a game changer mm -hmm. oh i believe that i believe that the more you communicate your thoughts and if you cannot be tell your person your deepest darkest secrets and then tell them what you're thinking and yep. you're bad you're good and you're ugly hey then don't be with that person because yep. then a lot of other things are going to show up the world always bad the universe balances itself so if you're hiding this part of your person the truth always will flare up oh, yeah. and Something else is gonna come and replace it and it's gonna damage our relationship anyway. So don't you waste your energy and stop pretending to be somebody you're not because the truth will come up. So I, I love it. I think talking sometimes and to say about disagreements, when couples have disagreements, I think taking each other like five minutes just to be yeah. by yourself so you can reassess what happened and just to ask those questions you were saying, Ryan, about because it's really going to matter. You know, right. what do I feel about this? Then I think that's going to uh, that's going to improve the overall thing. So anyhow, yes, I have to go quickly. It's my I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I 
hear my daughter, I'm like, that's my groomer. And my daughter is like, oh, she's ready. And I'm like, oh, sure. Okay, so what would be the best naked tip to share besides the sex to all the couples that are, are listening to us in order to work on their relationships and be their best they can be? No. Wow, I don't know. Um, Speak to those wives out there. What would you see? She tells me this stuff. She's like, let me tell you if women would just, what is it? I think my biggest tip is, I mean, really is starting with yourself and your attitude. You know, even just something like stressful, like getting the kids out the door, we're running late, and let that feed your entire day. And nobody wants to be around somebody miserable. So it's it's always just trying to stay in joy, do something quick to make yourself happy. Like in the car, if I'm feeling a little stressed, I just, you know, turn on a song that I like and start singing and dancing with the kids. And like, just get yourself back into joy. Don't, it, it really starts with your attitude that joy is infectious. And if you're happy, it'll make your spouse happy, which then in turn makes your home marriage happy. It's just yeah. stay happy, stay in joy. Um, and don't let the little stuff bring you down. And to the guys out there, you got to stop with the, you know, being lazy in a relationship. You guys like you're the knight, you're the leader of your household. You're, you know, I mean, you've got to lead from the front there, you know, and like no when your wife married you, she did not, I'm telling you, she didn't marry the guy who's gonna slouch on the freaking couch, watch TV, and just be a slob in life. Get on it. Decide today, I want to be the man. I set out to be, not the one that you may be today. I start improving your body, start working out, start getting that edge back in your life. And don't do it thinking, oh my gosh, she's gonna, you know, the sex is gonna stop. Like, I know that that's like on our minds, guys, but like you, it is, but you gotta get your edge back in life. Don't get complacent and lazy. Be the person that she fell in love with, get sexy to her. You have to do that. Get your humor back. Get, get it, fun. There's nothing sexy about a fat man drinking beer, watching sports. Like it's yes, like, yes. I'm numbing yourself down. Yeah. That was fiery. <laughs> Woo! I, I love it. I think it just, they numb each other. There's so many couples that live numb alive and then they just numb each other with whatever it is, right? A sports, TV, drinking, buddies online, whatever it is that they know each other and they forget to connect and they just think it's, it's too much work. But yeah. look, you are the head of the household. Be, act like it and lead by example. Lead by example and she will be sexy and jumping you every morning. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Yeah, this has been so great, Ryan. If people want to, we never got to what you do. I know you help a lot of chiropractors uh, be their best, but if they want to contact you, where can they reach you at? Yeah. Message me on Facebook or Instagram. You can message Kelly. You can message myself. Um, yeah, we have business, but honestly, our true heart, um, business is amazing. It's, it's, it's ridiculously good. Um, our heart right now is sewing into other people, even outside of business, sewing into marriages, helping husbands, helping wives, helping people just be happy. That's where our heart in, in our life, where we're at today, we've gone through it. We've gone through the test to be a testimony of what life can be and look like, right? Both financially, um, physically, relationships. We want to now help others. So if you are struggling, and you have a question, message us. And 
if you're a husband watching this, get your wife to message Kelly. Um, trust me, she doesn't sugarcoat things I with don't. wives. So um, she flat lays it out. So. I maybe don't have as much sympathy as I should, but I don't really care for excuses. It's not about time for sympathy. It's a time for truth. And yeah. I think truth needs to be spoken. And there is no more sugarcoating. We're sugarcoating this, uh, this, this, you know, our society way too much, our children way too much. And that's why we have a bunch of pansies for yeah. husbands, for children, for everything. I'm sorry I said that, but wait, hey, this sure. is the naked show. Yeah. And the truth needs to be told. And it's okay. Whomever's going to like me or not like me doesn't really matter. God loves me. And that's all it matters. Yeah. So so that's it. So message the guys. If, it, if you have any issues in your marriage, guys, uh, Ryan, you should give a whole seminar on the husband thing. And Kelly, yeah. you should do another one too. I'll, I would love to be there just cheer you on so whatever you guys need uh please count on me to help you serve the message across because i think it's so so needed and thank you so much for taking the time sorry for the the issues we had but this was been amazing so ryan and kaylee jaycox were terrific thank you for being on the show thank you for everybody that commented that jumped in please if you like this information like share with others tag your friends on it so many people need to hear this message and and yes it will be an encouraging for uh for us to keep putting it out there knowing that we're changing lives and we're improving families to be happier healthier and 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 live live a better life so we can be better with each other i think nobody wants to be uh or work with anybody that is miserable at home it starts yeah. at the home and if we do not work on that nobody else will Thank you, guys. Stay You're naked. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stay naked and stay true. Have yourself a blessed, grateful Wednesday. And keep sharing away. We'll be answering your questions right after this as well. Okay. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Naked Show with Dr. Auda. If you want to contact my guests, you can do so in the links below. And if you feel stuck in your life and you want to know if Get Naked to Thrive is the right program for you, please contact me to schedule a free discovery call. Remember, we all want the same thing, to be heard, to be loved, to make a difference in this world and live our best lives. So let's start using all these tools so we can rise together. I hope you have a blessed day and see you in the next episode of the Get Naked Show.